welcome back we are live what is going on everybody welcome back to episode or not episode welcome back to rambling radio this is episode 12 i feel like i've been doing this for like five years and i'm on episode 12 what the heck i'm just kidding um i want to give you guys a little bit of a recap and then i want to talk about my trip with Lewis House. I just came back from Turkey, which was absolutely stunning. Oh my God. And we'll get into why, but um, I was just completely blown away by that country, by Istanbul, by Cappadocia. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think I am. But um, before we get into that, I just want to say that it's been about a month since I have uploaded a podcast episode. Um, And I think I've talked about this before, but I am still a one-man show, which is not good. (laughs) We just finished up uh, about a couple of weeks ago. We finished up a brand new launch for the new members of the Creators Blueprint course. If you guys don't know what that is, I've talked about it before, but it is my business course. If you have a creative passion, I teach you how to turn it into a full-time business in seven weeks. And we just opened up registration for the first time in 2019, and we have 34 brand new beautiful members in the Creators Blueprint course. We are in the second week of the course so far. It's seven weeks long. And second week, we have Lewis Howes come and teach a module on personal branding, how he developed a celebrity personal brand, and uh, how he networks with some of the biggest celebrities in the world. So super awesome stuff. He doesn't talk about his personal branding, like the behind the scenes of it that much. So it's really, really special that uh, he came in and and taught this module for the members. Um, So I'm super pumped about this week. But um, my point in telling you that is I was so freaking busy and there was so much going on. And when I have to dig into one thing, other things that I also do start to fall by the wayside. And so I just came back from Turkey. Um, I'm about to post my short film. I'm making this little short film. I haven't done one in a while. And these are just like little recaps of my travels. And so I'm making one. Oh, my God. I hope you didn't hear that. That was a huge, I don't know, somebody just honked outside my window. But anyways, I made this little short film of Turkey and it's coming out tomorrow morning, which is Tuesday. Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe if you haven't already, uh, because there's going to be a ton more content coming out on my YouTube channel. I've taken a long break. Uh, I've taken like a three-month break, something like that. Um, and it's because I'm a one-man band, guys. Um, I've gotten to this point where I can't be a one-man band anymore, which is like a really cool problem to have. Um, but that means I also have to hire somebody. And finally, finally, I have the time to hire somebody. And then I'm also looking for a video editor to bring on, not as like an employee. You would be like a contractor, but I would be feeding you projects all the time. Like you'd be my go-to person, essentially. 
Um, so that's how that those are the two people that I need. And that is what I am focusing on at the moment. And be, and once I get that going, I will have content coming out consistently, which will be amazing. I feel like I haven't had content going out consistently on all the platforms. It's always been like just one platform that I focus my attention on right now. That's Instagram. I'm all over Instagram. I'm sure you guys know that. Um, and you know, my podcast has been kind of like in and out. Um, I want to start getting guests on the podcast. I want to start taking the podcast more seriously. Um, I want a regular episode going out on YouTube. There's a lot of things that I want, a lot of content that I want to create. I'm very inspired right now, but the problem is I want to create, but I don't have the time to do all the editing type stuff. I don't, all the backend stuff that you don't see, I don't have time for that. I have time to create, think of ideas, film, record, all that stuff. But then once I stop recording, once the project has been filmed, once it's been, you know, completed in in the actual creation of it, the editing, the uploading, all that stuff, I don't have time to do. Um, Otherwise I'd just be stuck in my apartment all day long and I just can't do that. So I'm telling you this to reveal my, like my business, what's going on. Like when I saw YouTubers, um, uploading videos and stuff like that, you know, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And I kind of want to reveal that to you guys on this podcast and as well on my YouTube channel, I'm working on this new rambling road season. Um, and I really want to get open. I want to get vulnerable and I want to show you guys what the hell is going on. Um, especially with Waylon, it's going to be, you know, that's going to have, it's going to be heavily on Waylon, kind of like the, the previous series. And then that kind of got stopped. Um, and I'm actually dealing with trademark issues right now and I can talk about that more, but anyways, I just, I want to, I wanted to reveal that to you guys so you can just learn from me and what I'm going through. And I think that's really powerful. So that's that's kind of what's going on in my life right now. The Creators Blueprint course, we just finished up launching it. Now we're in the middle of it. Um, and I'm putting out a new YouTube video this upcoming Tuesday. And I am hiring two people, which is super cool. So with all that being said, let's get into Turkey. I went to Turkey. I've never been. Lewis has never Lewis has never been, and we were with another photographer. His name is Nick Onkin. He's a celebrity photographer. Works with huge names. He shot guys like Justin Bieber, and um, oh man, what was the other guy? He shot a bunch of people, but there was one name in particular that I was going to say, and I forgot. Um, but he shot with really, really big names. He's an awesome photographer. Um, and it was cool hanging out with him. I've hung out with him before with Lewis. Um, I've done a bunch of stuff with him, um, with Lewis's brand. And that was what this trip was. Um, it was a collaboration to work on Lewis's brand because Lewis is coming out with a brand new website and he needs to update his material. He needs to update his photos for the website. He needs to update the videos that are going to be playing on the website. And so he wanted like a total new branding experience uh, with his website and the content that was being placed on the website. And so that was the purpose of the trip, which is crazy. Think about this, guys. 
we literally went to Turkey for a shoot and then we came home. Like people do that. It's really a, a crazy life. Um, and I tell you that to inspire you because who wouldn't want to go travel to shoot content for a living or have content shot for them for their brands? Like I would love to grab a couple of buddies, go to Iceland and just shoot content for my new upcoming website. That would be fucking awesome. Um, and those are the things that I'm striving for. Um, and that's what Lewis has done. And, you know, I'm doing that for his brand. And eventually I would love to do that for my brand as well. And I will. Um, and it's just super cool. Like that is, that's a job. Like people do that on a day to day, uh, basis. Like that's their lifestyle. Like Nick, like Nick travels all over the world. His passport, you guys should have seen his passport. It was like, it was, <laughs> it was like a old ancient, like, like, I don't I want to say Chinese because he's, he's Asian, but it's like, it's like one of those like old, like, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of like a better word to describe it, but like, you know, in the movies where like they find this like book with all these like hidden spells and stuff. And there's like a, like a thick layer of dust over it. And when they open it, all the pages are like crimpled up and they blow the dust. That's what his passport looks like. Um, so try to picture that in your head, but he's been all over the world. Um, (laughs) my passport, on the other hand, I, mine had expired. And so I had gotten a brand new one. And so mine looked like super just pristine and like it has, hadn't even been touched. Um, so that was pretty funny. We had a good laugh over that, but yeah, this trip was absolutely insane. It was only five days long. I was there from the third to the eighth. Nick was already in Europe doing a couple other shoots and Lewis and I were in LA. And so we were on the same flight. Um, we flew to Istanbul. It was a 13 and a half hour flight. And let me tell you guys, I have done a handful of long flights, a small handful. And when I say long, I mean 10 plus hours. I I, I don't mean anything under 10 hours. So when I say a long flight, I mean over 10 hours, very long flight. Um, And I've done a small handful of those. And I've been very blessed where... I would say three quarters of them. I have, <laughs> I've slept the entire way. I don't know how I do it. And every time I tell someone, they either think I'm a jerk for telling them that when they hadn't slept at all, or they think I'm lying. Um, and that's kind of the response that I get. But it's, I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's from drinking caffeine all the time. And then on the day that I travel, I don't have any caffeine. And so I'm already kind of just tired. Um, I, ha- I usually have a pretty good meal um, the, the day or not the day, the, the before I get on onto the flight, because there's at least a, a few hours before we eat. You know, we get up in the air and then there, you know, maybe two and a half, three hours go by and then they give you a really nice meal. So I usually eat a good amount Uh, before I get on the plane. So I'm already just kind of in a food coma. You know, I've got no caffeine kind of thing. Um, And I don't fly business class. I fly economy, which really, guys, oh, I flew business class for the first time on this trip, not two. Um, It was was on a second smaller flight. It wasn't the flight to Istanbul. And um, 
And that that is <laughs> that is a game changer. That is going to be very difficult to go back to economy. I mean, it was difficult. You know, I flew first class from Istanbul to Cappadocia. Now I'll get into that in a bit. Um, and it's only an hour and a half flight. And I flew business class and it was, oh my God, it, it is, that is the way to travel. If you can fly business class, you should be flying business class. Um, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, but I am working towards it because that is amazing and it would make traveling a hell of a lot easier. But going to Istanbul, I was flying economy, which is okay because I slept the entire way. Not a big deal. And I didn't have anybody sitting next to me, which was huge. I have massive, I've got a pretty wide back, guys. I don't, I don't lift like I used to, but I still have a lot of that muscle mass and, I'm I'm just a broad person. I've got broad shoulders. That's just my bone structure. And so even when my arms are all the way to my side, um, they still go over the armrest. And so I'm having to fight people for that armrest. And I used to just give in and be uncomfortable. But I've, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, as I get older, the more and more I, or the less and less I give a shit. Let's say that. So I am willing to maybe not make the make friends with the person in the middle um i'm i i don't give in anymore i fight for that armrest and that is my armrest um I, I do whatever i can and usually i've i've had a pretty good streak at where i've sat next to women where they're just a lot smaller and i've i've lucked out where you know they're perfectly in the middle and they don't need the armrest. They're perfectly comfortable and I can put my arm on the armrest and it's fine. Um, but anyways, I, I wasn't sitting next to anybody. And so that helped a lot. But the biggest, I think the biggest thing that I've done is I've went ahead and gotten a neck pillow and I'm looking up, I'm going on Google right now, um, to look up this neck pillow. I don't have it on me. It's in the, it's in the cabinet. Oh, it's here it is. I'm looking it up. It's by Turtle. T-R-T-L Travel. This thing, I, I I was going to, I was going on a long trip. And so I knew like, okay, I have to get a neck pillow because I have to sleep on this flight. And so I did a bunch of research and this Turtle neck pillow, maybe you guys have heard it already. Um, I've heard just from the reviews that it's literally the best one that you can get. It's so good. And it, it looks pretty silly when you, it looks normal in the pictures, but when I put it on, when I received this neck pillow, it looks so ridiculous. Um, and you'll know what I'm talking about when you look it up for yourself. And when I put it on for the first time, I'm like, wow, this is extremely uncomfortable. There's no way I'm going to fall asleep. But I went ahead and I tried it anyways. I just kind of gave in. And let me tell you, I passed the fuck out. I don't, it just, it props your neck up on just such a slight angle, but, a, but, but the perfect angle where you just, you fall asleep. I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it really is a, the best neck pillow that I've ever used before. And, uh, it's called turtle T R T L. Maybe I'll get some sort of brand deal by them. I don't know. Um, but just go to, just go to T R T L travel. Uh, dot com and I'll put it in the the show notes. No, I'm not getting paid uh, to say that. So um, that is the neck pillow that I recommend. It saves my life. 
Um, I think it's better than any other neck pillow, like the normal, like U shaped one, you know what I'm talking about? Um, I've heard those are like really bad for your neck. And, uh, I believe it because it's, there's not as much support. The thing, this turtle neck pillow has so much support where, you know, you're not bending your neck in a certain way. It almost feels like you are sitting upright, but I don't know if you guys have experienced it where like you start falling asleep without a neck pillow and then your head is, your head weighs 10 pounds, guys. It's, it's freaking heavy. And when it starts to fall, you have that falling feeling and you wake up and this neck pillow just doesn't allow you to do that. So it props you up on an angle, a little bit of an angle um, that's good enough where you can fall asleep, but it, you know you also don't have that falling effect either. So that's kind of my pro tip for for long ass flight is getting that turtleneck pillow. Um, another pro tip before I get into the like the tr- actually no that's not a pro tip. I was gonna say like I always like if I don't get the exit row, I always go up to the front. And I ask like, Hey, like, is there an exit row available? And you know, if you're really nice, they usually try to help you. They either put you in an exit row or they put you somewhere where you're sitting alone. It's always good to ask the, the desk when you, when you get to your gate, ask them if there's any other seats available where there's nobody sitting next to you or there's an exit row available. Um, it's always worth it. And I'm sure that's not really a pro tip because I'm sure you already know that, but if you didn't, always do that because I always, I would say, I would say seven out of 10 times. Um, it, it works. Even if they say it's a full flight, um, like, I don't know, like on your, on your, your, on your, uh, check-in when you check in online, it says like it's a full flight seven out of 10 times you go to the gate and they'll get you a seat where no one's sitting next to you or something. Um, that has been my experience, but anyways, Turkey, Damn, it is unbelievable. So 13 and a half hour flight, I fell asleep and woke up to breakfast, basically. And every, like as soon as we got off the flight, we headed to our first location to shoot. It was that like intense where we didn't have any time to chill. It was nonstop action for five days, catching every sunrise and sunset we possibly could. Um, and, and the reason we did that was because it was such a short trip. We wanted to take advantage of it, but we were talking about it afterwards. And that was the one thing that there was good. it, It was, there were positives and negatives. Positives were we jam packed it and we got in so much stuff in a really, really, really short period of time, which is super cool. But it also kind of like kills you on the creative side, because if you get super tired and, you know, it can, it can start to hurt your creativity. And I kind of felt that Nick kind of felt that a little bit where he, everybody was just toasted. And so you really need like a day of rest where you're not doing anything. Like if we had one day of rest in the middle of this trip, like smack dab in the middle, I think that would have done wonders for us. Um, but we didn't, and we made do with it and we were, we were troopers and I mean, we were all exhausted and we were all going through it together. And so we kind of got, we got really close on this trip because, (laughs) you know, we had to, we had to just deal with it together. It wasn't like one person, you know, it's like, like Lewis, like the shoot was for Lewis, but he still had to get his ass up in the morning. And he actually had to get up earlier because he had to iron his suit and like his, his clothes and everything. 
Um, he had to make sure like everything was like prepped and ready. So he was actually more tired than, than Nick and I, honestly. Um, and so we were all kind of in it together, but anyways, we, um, I'm going to share some really awesome tips with you guys. And I think I might make a YouTube video on this because, um, this trip was such a great learning experience for me because Nick, who is 40 years old, he doesn't look 40. He looks like 30, but he's 40. So he's been around for a while. He like, he has so many like little things that I didn't even think about with my clients for shoots and stuff like that, that I really learned. Um, and even with Lewis, you know, I learned a lot on the trip just with, you know, kind of the, what goes behind the scenes, like with content and stuff. Um, and so I want to share some of the tips with you guys in this, in this, um, podcast episode. And I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth and I'm a little spacey just because I literally have no notes. I just, I, I just pressed record and I've done this a couple of times. I don't really recommend it to people starting a podcast because you can get way off topic, but, um, this was the only way I was going to record this damn podcast today. So sorry, I apologize if this is crazy, but Sometimes you just got to go with it, baby. You just got to go. Um, so anyways, got off the flight, first location, and pro tip number one is if you guys are going to travel for content, either you're going for a shoot for yourself, you're, you're trying to travel to make you know a short film for your YouTube channel, you're trying to create some sort of content, instead of doing a Google search, I recommend still doing a Google search, but I really even more so connect with someone that lives in that country, in that place. And so what we did was we connected with a quote unquote famous Instagram blogger um, from Istanbul. And instead of going to the touristy places, she took us to spots that nobody has even that nobody knows about except for the locals that have been there for years. And she has lived there for 12 years. And so we were going to rooftops that, you know, no YouTuber Instagram person is really going to be going to unless they really know the area. And that was just so smart because you're not messing around anymore. You're not playing the, the guessing game. You are literally being taken around the country, the place by a local and an experienced local, and you're in good hands. You don't you don't have to worry about um, locations and stuff like that. Um, and so, what they what Nick and this and and, and this blogger did was they went um, all day long before Lewis and I got there, they did, uh, location scouting together and they, they took an entire day to do this. So they took an entire day and they took an entire day to do location scouting before Lewis and I even arrived. And so think about that. The next time you guys go on a shoot, it's, you know, even like, even that isn't like that much time. Sometimes, sometimes you need more, um, and you know, if this is like content that you're doing, you know, that is just kind of like a fun short travel film, whatever, like things that I've done in the past, like you don't really need to do that. But if you're doing like some intense, like content where like you need to make sure that you get the best locations, um, trust me, that is something that you want to do. So like beautiful destinations are, they're going to be doing like some serious location scouting because they're trying to 
film their travel films and make them the freaking best and show the best of that country or that place. They want the best, the best, uh, because that's what their content is, is the travel film showing the best of that location. Um, for me, with my travel films that I've done, um, at the time, I was more into the storytelling of what I was doing more so than like just the location of it. And so it really didn't matter if I was getting like the best, best of the best location. Um, and so it wasn't like a huge priority. But now um, I'm going to be thinking about that uh, next time I do a trip is, is some location scouting. Um, but I'm, I'm sure you guys know that. So they did a bunch of location scouting before we got there. Um, and having that tour guide is huge. So we got off the plane. We went to the sweet rooftop. So cool. Um, you guys will see the video, uh, super epic. And we caught the, the first sunrise or not sunrise. Excuse me. We caught the very first sunset and that was right off the plane. And we stayed at the Soho house in Istanbul. Um, I don't know if you guys have been to Soho house or know what Soho house is, but they have them all over the world. It's like a restaurant. It's a bar. It's a hotel. Um, it's a private club basically for very high level people. They don't allow suits in there. They don't allow certain people. They only allow creatives, entrepreneurs, um, artists, people like that. And so you have these very high level celebrities that belong there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, very cool place. And uh, I've been to Soho House in New York City a couple of times and, and to be in Soho House in Istanbul was like a totally different experience. So super, super cool. And the rooms were beautiful. Uh, the restaurants were beautiful. The building is beautiful. And so it was just an amazing experience to stay there. But the shower was like the highlight. Nick and I stayed in the same room and, and we just like, we just kept showering. Like any chance we got, like we would just switch off and, and go and shower because it was just that phenomenal. It was like a giant waterfall. You were just getting blasted. It's all about water pressure with a shower. If you guys, I don't know, if you're serious shower people, I am. I love being clean. Um, yeah, it's all about the water pressure. And this thing just like just doused you with water. Um, it was insane. But anyways, I loved it. Um, and so we did that sunrise at that or we did that sunset on that awesome rooftop. And we went back to Soho House, had dinner, went to sleep. And then we woke up first thing, crack of dawn, sunrise. And uh, we went to another location, shot it. Uh, it turned out it wasn't the best. And so we were kind of frustrated with that. And we kept it moving. Um, we took a little break from between like 10 and like 1 p.m. Because there's just really no point in shooting. The lighting is just too harsh. You could look for shadows and stuff like that and like sh shadowy areas and such. But um, for the look that we were going for, it was just there's really no point in us shooting during that time. So that was kind of like our nap rest period. But then we were back at it at like 1 o'clock again. And we just visited different places. I wish we stayed in Istanbul. Um, an extra day, at least for me to get more footage. Um, because with footage and photo, it's very, very different. So like I wanted a lot of movement with Lewis and, and with Nick, Nick wanted staged more stage shots where he had to like pose in a certain way. And with video, it's like, I want all candid stuff. 
um, because it just looks better. You want those candid moments. So I wanted him like moving in and out of crowds and like tight corners and streets and stuff. And that would have been super dope, but we just didn't have the time. And so that kind of, that was kind of a bummer. Um, but I think I made it up in Cappadocia, uh, when we went there later that day. So, um, so we went to a couple of mosques that were super cool. Um, and then we did, which was, I love this, but then we did a, a helicopter ride. Um, and that was just so damn cool. Open door helicopter ride. Uh, got some amazing shots you guys will see tomorrow. I'm super stoked about them. And, uh, I just love helicopter rides. They're just fun as hell. And, um, you know, the, we had a super cool chopper. It was like, all, like bright yellow, just awesome colors. Uh, Lewis had like a, like a Navy blue suit on that just popped with the yellow and everything, everything was just like nailed down like outfits. Like he had all the outfits from a designer that he hired, um, or not a designer, a stylist. He hired a stylist, had all the outfits taken care of, like tried on a ton of outfits uh, before we left. And uh, everything was just set up like just to a T. And, um, and like, that's how it should be. You just don't want to mess around. Like you want to be focused on the content itself and not like, Oh my God, like I don't have a shirt or, Oh, I don't know if this is going to look good with that. Like you don't want to have to worry about that. You want to have all that figured out and then just focus on the shots and then nail it out. It's just going to be a lot less stressful for you. And it's just, it's going to be more fun for everybody. Um, so there's, there's a lot of pre-planning with this kind of stuff. And, um, it just, it's very inspiring to be a part of that and to learn and also contribute to with the stuff that I've learned. And, you know, I can contribute to their shoots and, and things. And it's just, it's, it's cool. Um, so we did that helicopter ride. And then that night we took, um, a flight, from Istanbul to Cappadocia. That's where I flew business class, which is such a game changer. <laughs> and, um, and we flew into Cappadocia and we got in at like 1130 and we stayed at the Sultan Caves. Um, if you guys go to Cappadocia, that's where they have all the hot air balloons. It's so crazy, guys. It's so crazy. If you guys have not been there, you need to go there. Istanbul is incredible. You got the old city, you got the new city, the people, the, the just the culture there. It's incredible. And then Cappadocia is like that quick trip you go to to do the hot air balloons. And it's like a one and done, but it's still awesome. The only thing that isn't awesome about Cappadocia, and this might get some flack, but I respect it. I respect the culture. I respect um, it's it's mainly a, a I, th- I believe it's mainly Muslim. And they do, they I forget, I don't know what it's called. I think it's called the Akbar prayer call to prayer song and they play it five like i think they play it five times a day and it's amazing and it actually the first time i heard it it kind of gave me chills it was just a very cool experience but i do have to say the one thing i didn't like is that at 4 17 a.m not not 4 a.m not 4 15 a.m not 4 20 a.m 4.17 a.m., they blast this song, blast it. And it's a very, like, just look up Call to Prayer um, on YouTube or watch my video tomorrow because the very first, like, 20 seconds of this of the, of the video I created is the 
call to prayer song. So you guys can experience it. But I want you to imagine when you watch the video, I want you to imagine that at 4.17 a.m. just blasting super loud. You didn't need an alarm. You did not need an alarm. And we were waking up for sunrise anyways. You guys are probably thinking like, who cares? You're waking up for sunrise. But I don't know if you've ever done a sunrise shoot or if just waking up early in general, you want as much sleep as you possibly can. Like, like you would be pissed. Like, let's say we had to wake up at 4.45 a.m., right? And we got woken up at 4.17 from this call to prayer song. Those extra 28 minutes, 30 minutes, that is crucial sleeping time. Um, and I, I'm sure you can relate to that. Like if you get woken up like 30 minutes before you're supposed to wake up, you're going to be upset. We were upset. We were, we were kind of frustrated, um, especially because that was like towards the end of the trip. And so we were already averaging three, three and a half hours of sleep every single night. And so we were already crabby. And, and Nick is like, just, he's so over it because he had already been in Europe for like three weeks before this. And so he just wants to go home at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, uh, just the loud, like, I can't even do it. Um, again, beautiful, but also not so great at 4.17 a.m., but that's the culture. You got to respect it. So they play it. What's, what sucked was they play it at 4.17 a.m., but they also play it at 10 p.m. And we were going to bed at 9, at least trying to go to bed at 9. And then we would get woken up at 10 p.m. an hour later. And then we would try to go back to sleep again. <laughs> it was just a mess. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And these hot air balloons, you know, they do this every single morning. At the crack of dawn, before the sun even rises, they get all the hot air balloons. And there's 150 of these things going up in the air. I don't know how... They don't hit each other. Like these pilots are very experienced and there, there was actually a really bad accident about six years ago where a couple of them crashed and people died. And so what they did was they limited them instead of a hundred, it used to be like 250 of them and they took away a hundred. Now there's only 150 of them, but still, I mean, there's a, if you, if you go there, there's a shit ton. If you watch this video tomorrow, um, there are a ton of them in the sky and it's crazy how they still don't hit each other. These pilots are amazing how they can just bob them up and down and make sure that they don't hit. But I also flew the drone, which I was freaking out about because if you hit one of these things, like who knows, like, uh, like you, pr you're probably going to tear a hole through them. And, um, and I didn't know if like what, like I saw drone footage before. I know Beautiful Destinations created a video there where they had some insane drone footage um, where Johnny, I forget his name, Johnny, um, they, he, he, he pilots a specific drone. It's like these sports drones, these racing drones that they, they go super fast and they do all these crazy movements. And so like if you ever see footage, if you ever see footage from him, it's like, you feel like Superman where you're flying through the air and you're spinning around and stuff. It's these specific, um, first view or, or God, I forgot what they're called. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, but he flew the drone there and I saw that video. I'm like, well, if he's flying the drone there, I can fly the drone there. Cause I don't even have one of those racing drones. I just have a normal Mavic two pro where I'm not, I can't even do the movements that he does. 
And so finally I worked up the balls and I'm like, all right, let's just fly this thing. Um, we were staying at the Salton Caves, which is like the spot where they have this famous rooftop, very Instagrammable rooftop. Check it out. Their Instagram is called Salton Caves. And, um, and they have this very famous spot. And I was talking to one of the guys that worked there. I'm like, hey, man, like, what do you think about the drone? And he's like, um, and he was from Iran. He's like, I, I, I don't want to do an Iranian accent. Um, is that is that right? Iranian? Iranian accent? I don't know if I got that right. I apologize if I don't. But super cool guy. Super, super nice. Wow. Um he was like, um, if you tag us, fly the drone. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I got to tag this guy when I, when I post this video, but, um, yeah, he gave me the green light. So I'm like, all right, I feel better about it now. And I threw it up there and, you know, I talk about this in my filmmaking course. If you guys want to get really cinematic looking footage, you want to get as close to an object or close to the landscape as you possibly can because it creates this super um, cool feeling. You get you get a feeling of texture and movement and all this stuff, especially when you add in sound design. And so that's a pro tip if you guys ever want. If you're trying to come up with a shot, you don't really know what to shoot, try to get really close to objects because it just creates more of a cinematic feel to it. And so, obviously, I want to get really close to these balloons because it looks badass, but I was also freaking shaking with this remote because I don't know what would happen if I hit one. They, what, could you imagine if I freaking just, like, the, 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 the drone started getting out of control and it just started going through all of these freaking I mean, I would, I would be a mass murderer because there's, like, 16... There's, there's 16 people on each hot air balloon. That's 16 times 150. So there's 150 balloons in the air. Multiply that by 16. I'm doing the math right now. That's 2,400 people. Could you imagine? 2,400 people died because <laughs> of a drone. That's not going to happen. I wouldn't hit all of them. But even two of them or one of them, for God's sake, that would be... I, I, I don't know what would happen. I would, I think, I don't, could you imagine if that happened to somebody? It'd be crazy. Um, you wouldn't be able to live with yourself knowing that you just killed 16 people because of a drone. I don't know if that would happen, but I definitely did get very close. I felt very confident flying. And sometimes I don't feel confident, but there wasn't any transmission like problems. And so I just felt really, I don't know why I just felt maybe because there was a bit of adrenaline and it just made me ultra focused, but I was dialed in and I felt good. And I got pretty damn close to these hot air balloons. Um, and you guys will see that in tomorrow's video, but just a super cool experience. If you guys are looking for a trip and you don't want to spend that much money, Istanbul, Cappadocia, they are relatively priced places. It is not pricey there. It's pricey to get there, especially if you live in Los Angeles or really kind of anywhere in the in the states, maybe except for um, New York. New York would probably be cheaper. But if you guys want a dope trip and don't want to spend that much money, um, Istanbul is a great place to go. Food is not expensive there. There's, there's really, I mean, you can, you can really have a nice 
nice time there and really stay in a cool place for not that much. Um, so I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful city. Um, Cappadocia is beautiful. The hot air balloon is epic. Put it all on your bucket list and go there. Um, believe me, it's an amazing place. And, um, I hope you guys will enjoy the video tomorrow. Um, and then that's it. I'm, I'm coming out with YouTube videos, podcasts, everything is going to be coming out consistently again, um, especially when I hire um, these two people, um, whoever they are, they're out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to start creating again and because it's been a while, it's been maybe like a month since I've really like created with, you know, my craft and stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode or hope, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of any like extra little tidbits, any little, um, tools and tips I can give you, but I can't really think of any at the moment. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. And, uh, if this helped in any way, uh, please leave it a five star review. If you guys want to see this podcast grow, it really, really helps, um, leaving a five star review or just a review in general. Um, and actually write out a thought, not just leave it five stars, but actually go in and comment a review be like, Hey, I love this podcast because blank. Um, if you do that, it truly, truly helps. Uh, I might even do a giveaway for a random person that, that leaves a review, maybe like, I don't know, free headphones, free editing headphones or something like that. Um, so please, please leave a review. Um, if you want to see this podcast grow, I'd greatly appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I'll catch you guys on that YouTube video and then I'll see you in another podcast episode on Monday. Take it easy guys. Peace.